0: Blessed be the name of the Lord Aren't you glad Aren't you glad for Calvary Aren't you glad for the He paid the price Aren't you glad He did it for you Amen There's a lot of things I may not conceive But I believe When Jesus died He died for me Thanks be to God Lord we thank you For that unspeakable gift Of the Holy Ghost Because upon you dying and giving your life, your life more abundantly, you gave. You did it for me. For you was wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquity. And the chastisement of our peace was upon you. And with those stripes... We are healed. It is finished. We're your children here today. Gathering together in your name. Lord, standing on the promises of the word of God that never fail. Looking to you, the author. And the finish of our faith. Asking, Lord, did you minister to every heart, to every life. That you'll speak today. Lord, we've heard enough from man we want to hear from you we just pray God that you'll just break through the veil of flesh oh God and be able to use this lips to speak the word of God speak life to your people Father we give ourselves to you now we give this service in your hands I ask that you would anoint it by your spirit Lord we just give ourselves to you now. Surrender. There's those that are sick among us. There's those that are sick. Lord, that are listening in on the internet. There are those that are burdened with burdens. Some of them too heavy for them to bear. But we remember a scripture that said, Cast your cares upon me. For he cares for you. Lord, we cast our cares upon and our burdens upon you then today because we know you're the burden bearer and we ask God that you'll just speak to our hearts now as we look into the word open it to our understanding let us speak things very clearly and precise and and may the anointing now strike the words we pray in Jesus name amen amen God bless you Amen. Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord today? Amen. Here We're here to the conclusion of our services for the year. Um, my my part anyway, then we will have the Tuesday night service. And uh, we'll have Brother Matthew McGarry that will be ministering as we in, enjoy the fellowship with the Dallas Church. And just want to... Um, Uh, Enjoy a little time of fellowship with them, Um, those that come, Brother Matthew in particular, his wife and family. So uh, be prepared to be blessed by the Lord. Amen. Amen. Come together with uh, with great expectation. Amen. My, what a mighty God we serve. Amen. Amen. We thank God for his goodness to us and what he has done in our lives and how he has kept us through the year. And has brought us now to this day, and uh, we just believe that He'll just give us of His grace in the year to come. Amen. So God bless you. Joshua chapter 1, verse 5 is where we want to read from. We hope everyone feels at home today and feels welcome to be here. So we welcome you today in the name of the Lord. Joshua 1 and 5. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which my moses my servant commanded thee turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth i want you to watch these words real carefully and I want to want you to prepare yourself for the new year to come and every day of our lives should be like this. The book of thy law shall not depart of the, out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. We're going to be speaking using those words spoke to Joshua as we face the new year to come. Only be thou strong and very courageous. And of course, as we look to the year ahead, we don't know what all lies ahead. There have been many serious challenges that we have faced this past year. And no doubt there will be many other challenges in the new year to come. As we look back, we can certainly see the hand of Jehovah um, leading all the way. So I just want to say, let us face the new year to come with the assurance that God's word never fails. And let us let us, as the Lord said to three times here to Joshua, of all to, to be strong and of good courage. And I believe these are the words as we go into this next year that the Lord wants us to focus upon. In fact I think the scripture right here needs to be one that we focus upon and that we make it the the very um thrust of our being that we're we're going to be strong and courageous and by meditating in the word of god and obeying everything it's said in the word to do you know it'd be a wonderful thing if we just take the life of jesus and see what jesus did and determine we're going to do the same thing amen and so that we'll stand on the word of promise. We'll stand um, against the enemy, against every temptation and everything that would oppose us. And by placing our faith in the word of God. Just share with you a little quote uh, from the Patmos vision as we uh, began to today. Paul said the word came in power as well as voice. And the word preached actually demonstrated itself. Like a flaming cutting sword, it went into the consciousness of men. And like a surgeon's knife, it cut out the diseases and set the captives free. Everywhere those early believers went, they went preaching the gospel, the word. And God confirmed that word with signs following. The sick were healed, devils were cast out, and they spoke in new tongues. And this was the word in action. And that word has never failed in the mouth of believing Christians. And in this last age, it is here stronger and greater than ever in the true word bride. Oh, little flock, you little minority, hold on to the word. Fill your mouth and your heart with it. And someday God will give you the kingdom. Amen. So we here we are instructed here even... Um, by brother Branham to fill our, our mouth and our, and our hearts with the word and hold on to that word. Amen. And someday God will give you the kingdom that the word in, will be in the mouth of God's children. And it's never failed in the mouths of believing children in this last age is stronger and greater than ever. Deuteronomy 31 and 8, And the Lord, he he it is that doth go before thee, he will be with thee, he will not fail thee, neither forsake thee, fear not, neither be dismayed. These are wonderful words of life that we are reading from the scripture today. Now, these words, of course, are just as powerful as when God spoke it the first time irregardless of what vessel that he chose and even the weaknesses of those vessels had nothing to do with the power of his word. We know that spiritual things are just as real as physical things. We know that spiritual things are superior to uh, that physical things are, are, excuse me, spiritual things are superior to physical things for God, a spirit created of the physical things and we know that greater is he that is within us that he that is in the world and we know the greater one is the master of sickness disease and weakness he is the master he is lord over all when he rose from the dead and raised up his own body from the dead it was there in that body that he paid for our healing when he went to hell and he he overcome death, hell, and the grave, it was there in hell that he, he actually paid for our sins. And so it's all laying in the atonement of what Jesus has already done. It is not something that is required of him to do today. He has already done it. And so it was finished at Calvary. It is a finished work. And then there's nothing we can do to add to that, the only thing left is for us to believe it and claim it so for ourselves. That is exactly what we're so supposed to do. Now, everything we know that that we see around us was made by faith. It was done by faith and and so hebrews eleven three says through faith we understand the worlds were framed together by the word of god so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear so again everything we see in the natural realm come from a creation from an unseen realm so the spiritual is greater than the physical Amen, and, and of course uh, it was through faith that God did it Everything through faith in his own word It is the same for us It has to be faith in God's own word What God said that we put it above all our senses All our thinking, all our reasoning Everything the doctor says Everything the science says We believe what God's word says so again, because this is how it is operate, everything received from God must be by faith. Before we declare it and confess it though, we, we often want our healing to be declared first in the realm of the senses. We want to feel well. Or we want to see ourselves healed, or we want to hear it from others. In other words, you, you're looking good, or you look better, or there's a change there. Or you know, we want to. In, in other words, we want our senses to declare it first. But that's not how divine healing works. It must be believed in the unseen realm first. Faith is the evidence of what you cannot see. Amen. Faith declares it is there Even though you don't see it yet You don't feel it yet You don't hear it yet You, you accept that God said it And that it's so And of course you know That's for divine healing That's also for, for salvation of the soul Amen Because one's on the physical realm One's on the spiritual realm But it's all deliverance Before your healing can be accomplished It must be declared in the unseen realm. Amen. And and for the righteous ones live by faith. This is how the just live. The just live by faith. Amen. They have a faith sense. They have the ability to believe. And what is that sense? That super sense is God, the faith of God in you, the part of God that comes into you and gives you this super sense that we call faith. And and so in this, we know then that he has delivered us from the authority of darkness. As we are singing the songs today, it is about our deliverance. That he has delivered us from the power of darkness and the authority of darkness. I'm talking to a people today that are not in bondage. They are not in slavery. Amen. But you have been delivered from the authority of darkness. Colossians 1 12 says, given thanks to under the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. In other words, given thanks to the Father who has given us the ability to enjoy our share in the, of the inheritance of the saints in light. So God has given us the ability to enjoy our share. Look, who had delivered us from the power of darkness. And has translated us into the kingdom, into the reign, into the rule, in the dominion of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Amen. Now, to defeat the devil, you must keep that faith in action, you must use the word. Um, of the Lord as a sword in your tongue. Remember, this is where He carries the sword. Revelation 19 says, the, There was a sword that proceeded out of His mouth, which was the Word of God. Amen? So it comes out of His mouth. This is exactly where every believer, every spiritual believer holds the sword. The sword must be held and project from the mouth. Amen. Remember, it was by His Word. By His Word, He healed the sick. By His Word, He cast out devils. Amen. By His Word, He created the world. The sword the word of the Lord has a creative power when it is held in the mouth of any believer because remember you are no longer in Satan's kingdom but you are in a new kingdom and in this kingdom you have kingdom authority and with kingdom authority comes the the the, the right to use the word as God used it and he used those three powerful words saying, let there be, and it was. Amen. So to defeat the devil. You must keep that faith in action. We're going to meet plenty of devils in the year to come. We'll meet some today. We'll meet them in, all our, in our whole walk of life. There will be devils everywhere that will oppose us. But you must keep the faith in action. And I want you to, I want you to think of this. Faith is, is, um, is, a, it must be an action. It must be a believer using the word of the Lord as a sword in your tongue. In other words, that you keep confessing. You keep confessing what you don't even see yet. What you don't even feel yet. My, what, you, what you haven't even heard is true yet. You keep confessing what is not even in this realm and keep confessing what he said. Yes. Amen. And you start expecting that kingdom power to be released to you right here in the realm of you see, taste, smell, feel, and hear. So again, you must keep confessing, we overcome, we defeat the enemy, and we gain victory through the blood of the Lamb. That's what Jesus did. Amen. But that's not all of it, right? The other part of it is, and we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. It does no good to say, well, he did it 2,000 years ago until you bring it present tense for you today. Amen. Amen. So we defeat the enemy and gain victory to the blood of the Lamb and by the witness of the word of our testimony. We must speak the word of our testimony. Amen. Amen. Abraham believed God and began to declare what he had not seen. He could see no changes. Sarah could feel no changes. She did. she didn't know of any change, but they kept declaring what God's word said. Amen. And they counted it as so. And they kept acting on the word of God, no matter how many uh, seemingly failures. Seemingly times of, uh, you know, because they, they wanted it in their moment, in their time, and we want it now. But remember this, it is now. But it's in God's time of now. He knows exactly, he knew exactly what seed. He knew exactly what egg. He knew exactly what time, what moment. And God waited until it was humanly impossible. God waited until they were past age where it was humanly impossible in order to bring forth the seed of the promise because God wanted us to all be a witness. This is what the seed of Abraham does is they look to the unseen and they declare what they cannot see in the natural realm to be so because God said so. God said he was going to do it and it's going to happen. God said I'll have a church without blemish Without a spot or a wrinkle Sometimes I don't know how he can do it Sometimes I don't see it even in myself There are days that I don't feel like it in myself Amen But I keep declaring what is in the unseen To be true in the seen And I keep walking in that And I keep confessing It is so It is so Amen. I am a son of God. I am his child. I am in his kingdom. I am an overcomer. I can live above sin. Amen. No weapon born against me can prosper. Amen. Depression has to go. Fear has to go. Every demon that stands in my way has to go. It almost vanished because more real is that which is unseen than what I'm seeing. <laughs> By the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word must be established. Jesus' blood testifies that He healed us, and it's impossible for him to lie. Amen. Amen. Jesus' blood testifies that He saved us, and it's impossible for him to lie. So he has saved me from every habit Every situation Every sin Amen He has has healed me from all sickness Every disease I want to ask you again Was not the blood of Jesus sufficient? It was Was it not complete? Does it have the power? Yes it has the power Amen. So the word of God testifies that the blood of Jesus has healed us. Amen. But then our heart must testify that his atonement is sufficient. That there's not another thing that I've got to do. Amen. There's not another. Come on now. I don't have to pray it down. I don't have to fast it down. I just have to believe what he said and confess what he said. Because if I believe from my heart. Amen. And confess with my mouth. Amen. That I don't have to pull him down out of heaven. I don't have to raise him from the grave. But the word of God is nigh thee, even in thy mouth. It is the word of faith which I preach. This is what the Apostle Paul said. Now, when we testify this, that his atonement is sufficient and complete, and our mouth witnesses the same. This is how we gain victory over the enemy. This establishes the Lordship of Christ. That he is Lord over every situation. Amen. And I just want to say, let him be Lord over every situation. You're facing something in your life, let him be the Lord. Amen. Ask him to be the ruler. Amen. Declare him to be Lord over cancer. Over your heart disease amen over every demon spirit of affliction that the name at the name of Jesus every knee has to bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord he is ruler Satan can't stay any longer because perfect love for Christ his word is casting out all our fears amen he did he he has defined our legal authority that we have as a believer Every believing child of God Has legal authority in the kingdom of God Amen. In this kingdom no, The law is against slavery Amen. Come on somebody So I cannot be a slave to fear I cannot be a bondage to unbelief There is nothing that's got a right to hold me Because in this kingdom there is a law Against slavery. So I cannot be a slave. I am a free man. Amen. Therefore I confess. I am free from fear. I am free from doubt. I am free from unbelief. I am free because he made me free. Now I want to just look at our legal authority. These are the last words that Jesus will speak as he leads. And he's given as even as I'm kind of giving some of my last words for the year 2019, as we look into the 2020, Jesus would give his last words. These are called his commission to his disciples, Mark 16:17. And, and these signs shall follow them that believe; they shall accompany them. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall in no wise hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Sounds, it sounds like that's pretty sure, isn't it? All of these are shalls. Amen. So the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was received up into heaven and s- sat down at the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. So again, we, we have a divine commission. It is our legal authority. Notice here, we, we shall cast out devils. Now remember, here, I, just to bring it back to our thought, I, I'm speaking about be, only be strong and courageous. And Remember, he is, he is commissioning Joshua. He's about to go into the land. There are inhabitants in that land. It's already possessed. There are already walled cities. There is opposition to them taking that land. But it is theirs God has given them that land Amen So he is telling him, Now look this is what I, how I want you to approach it I want you to be I want you to be of good courage Amen And be strong Be only be that strong This is what you've got to do You've got to be steadfast in the faith You've got to stand there With strength And, and to proclaim it as so Amen. And be of very good courage Because I've given you this land Now God's trying to tell you something this morning church God's already gave you the victory He has already declared you the winner He has already declared you the overcomer Laodicea, you in this last age He has said of you To him that overcometh So he's already declared you the winner He has already declared you to be the overcomer He has already declared that you will rule with him on his throne That you will sit with him in dominion Amen He has declared that you will not be defeated That you will not fall Let me just even tell you what a prophet said about you He said this bride is predestinated not to fall You might as well put that under your fifth rib today and believe it that you have been predestinated not to fall. That means you have been predestinated to be a winner. Let me go ahead and declare it the devil's a loser. Amen. You're already the winner. I'm going I'm to say before the game is over, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. You're going to win. And my God has declared it. And he he has put all of heaven behind it. all the powers in heaven and earth. He puts behind his word. And he says you're going to win. Now. So we shall. Cast out devils. This means. We will take authority over demons in their relation to man. We will cast them out of people's body. That's what healing the sick is. We will break their power over their bodies. Amen. Over their minds, their spirits. We will break their power over meetings. Let me just tell you about the meetings to come in this new year. Amen. Satan will come and he will try his best to oppose us. But we will break through his power. And we'll see the glory of God fall in the church. And the Holy Spirit come down with a witness of his power, service after service, despite the opposition of Laodicea. We will break the lukewarm spirits, we will break through the unbelief, we will rise up above all of them. Shall I prophesy? Amen. That no weapon that is formed against us is going to prosper. But we we have an inheritance as the saints of God. And we shall overcome them. So we're not going in this fearing. We're going into this believing. Amen. Now remember. We will. We in the kingdom of God. Must. Meet Satan head on. You look right here upon the mural on the wall this morning that's shining there. And you see a boy with some hand in his hands, some stones. You see him. You see him meeting Goliath head on. Remember, nothing happened to Israel until someone met the Goliath head on. What everybody else would not do They were avoiding They were hiding They were fearing They were doing everything but acting like seed of Abraham But one little boy began to act like seed of Abraham And he began to meet the devil head on And it didn't matter that his weapon wasn't as modern It didn't matter that his weapon wasn't as as sharp It didn't matter whether it looked like a boy's toy It didn't matter what it looked like in the hands of God Every stone was lethal And would go to its target And bring down any Goliath And that's what we got to look at We got to look at every one of these stones As a promise of God Amen And realize that we have what it takes We have the weapon to blow him out, to destroy him, to root him out, to bring down his kingdom. Hallelujah. Now, again, this is the main order of the church. Matthew 10 and 8. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Freely you receive... Freely give. This is the order of the church. It's the main work of the church. It's not, you know, educating the ignorance. It's not even giving them the catechism or, you know, the, the teachings and, and, and them just understand all the doctrines that we believe exactly right. The main order of the church, its principal work is to cast out devils. And that means to get people saved. Because getting people saved is casting out devils Amen There's never a person ever been saved Without the devil being cast out Amen We may not have done it like an exorcism But he was being pushed out Amen He was being cast out of a soul And sin nature was leaving that person somebody with me? Amen. So you see, it is, it is the order of the church to get people delivered within their soul, within their spirit realm, and within their body. I'm, I'm just going to say right now here today, there's going to be people delivered in their spirit realm. Amen. amen. From spirits of that is nothing but a demon of depression. That wants to cloud over your mind That makes greater you, the thing you're facing Than what God's word is That's what depression does Amen Because you're looking at the thing upside down Amen You're looking at the object And you're declaring it greater And more fearsome than the word of God And the promise of God And so, therefore, you're letting the devil control you and your actions and your your belief. But I'm here to tell you this morning, even right now, while I'm preaching, demons are leaving. Spirits are being cast out. Amen. The enemy is defeated. If you can just see what's happening in the spirit realm, there are people right now, as I'm speaking, that are actually getting free. Realizing I'm free. I don't have to have this monkey on my back He doesn't have to rule how I feel Or what I think Or what I believe Amen Because I am a son of God Number one Foremost I am loved of the Father He cares for me Amen And I can cast all my cares on Him because there's not a big enough of a problem that he can't solve. There's not a big enough of a situation that he don't have the answer for. He's the master of seas. He's the master of circumstances. He's the master, Lord. Now, I believe as, uh, as that will cast out devils, people will be healed deliver him from the tormentor the devil that's what healing is you may not see it you may not know it but what we're dealing with is the unseen realm the doctor he would deal with the physical realm he would try to give medicines and so on to interfere with with but jesus never did any of that jesus just went to the root of the problem and he called it a demon Now, and if it's a cancer, it's a life. And it came from somewhere. But the Creator has power over it. Amen. Now, I believe as a true church, we have been given delegated authority from the Lord, who is ruler over every demon and unclean spirit. All are subject to Him. And they must bow before Him. And as a true church... We have power in that the Holy Ghost has enfilled us. Amen. Amen. For he said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You know, when Jesus was here, he spent a considerable amount of time in his ministry setting people free from the influence of demons. Well, we saw the ministry of Christ repeated in Brother Brandon's ministry and saw Jesus, how Jesus would be manifested in, in this last day. He spent quite a bit of time setting people free from the influence of demons. Every time Jesus sent out um, disciples as his representatives, he gave them power and authority over demons to set other people free as well. So dealing with demons is very important to Jesus. It's got to be very important to the church. It's got to be first and foremost our, our plan. Our plan is to defeat the devil. In souls of men, in bodies of men, in minds of men. So dealing with demons was important to Jesus. It's got to have equal importance to us. Amen. And it's something that we need as Christians to be equipped for. And to realize who we are and the responsibility that we have to deal with Satan. Amen. Not to let him triumph over us. Amen. The, 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 the enemy is not to triumph. Amen. The, the blood of Christ has already triumphed over it. He's a defeated enemy. Amen. When they went into that land, already the enemy was defeated. God had said so. Amen. What God says is always infallibly true. So it's already true. The enemy's defeated. And I'm just telling you, in your home, in your family, with your children, with the things you're facing... Even the things that's uh, that's coming against your your job or or your industry or whatever. I I want to remind you, you're sons of prosperity. Amen. You're a people of a blessing. And God will bless those that bless you. And he will curse those that curse you. Amen. And you are going to be blessed by the Lord. Amen. I tell you what, how blessed. I tell you, I'd get a big bushel full and I would get as big a vessel as I could. Amen. And get ready for the blessings of God to come down on my life because He's going to provide every need that I got. Hallelujah. How do I know that? Because He said, My God. Shall supply all your needs. How? How? Oh, Brother Tim, will you do that for me? Well, I might pull out whatever money I can and maybe it wouldn't make all your needs. But this ain't this God. He will supply your needs according to His riches in glory. Oh, my. Well, then, would it be too hard to ask too much of a king? Amen. Then shouldn't we be asking for big things? Expecting big things. Expecting greater things. Expecting more blessings. Amen. You say, well, what about my health? I would that your, that your, that your health would prosper even as your soul prospers. So what? I'm going to prosper the Bible said you'd be like a tree planted by the rivers of water you, that means you'll never run out of water and then your leaf will never wither your fruit will never fade amen oh it'll be an endless supply this is what God wants to set up in your life and for you to realize I've got an endless supply of blessings Amen. Next year, I'm going to have greater blessings than last year. I'm going to see greater things than I did last year. I'm going to believe for greater things than I did last year. Because this year is only preparing me for the next year. Are you with me? Amen. But now, so dealing with demons was important to Jesus. And it must be of foremost importance to the church. Now what exactly is a demon? Some will say, it's an imagination. It's a myth. It's not even real. Well, you know, those same people will say God isn't real. And that the Bible is just a myth. But let me just say, a demon is a fallen angel. Demons are non-human spiritual beings. I know some of you thought for sure that it was somebody you knew. Another person you knew. But it's a non-human spiritual being. It is a spirit. Now, God didn't make those spirits to be demons. You see, he made spirits and they believed Satan's lie and they fell with him. The Bible would describe this in, um, in Revelation uh, 12, 13, where there was um, uh, Revelation 12, where his tail drew a third part of the stars of heaven, and it's symbolic of those that he deceived as he deceived the angels. So they are spirits that were originally to be ministering spirits, but they followed Satan's rebellion and became instead spirits of torment. And they are perverted from what they were originally created to be Because they were originally created to be ministered spirit To those who are heirs of salvation But because of them disbelieving God's word And taking Satan's lie They become in a fallen condition Now since they're spirits Then they're basically invisible creatures That don't have a physical body in fact, they need a body to work through. And they seek a body to dwell in. Demons are, as I said, are not mythical or, uh, beings that exist only in some primitive superstitions somewhere. They're, they're real. Very real. And it's important to Jesus and his followers that, that we're prepared to deal with them amen that he he tells us exactly what to do now you now you can't cast out devils if you don't meet devils so when he said you're going to cast them out it's a given you're going to meet them but when you meet them you're to cast them out amen this is your job this is your calling this is your place Every one of you have had to do that today You had to cast out reasoning And every high thing that exalts itself against the word of God You have had to cast down evil thoughts right. Amen, you have had to rebuke even evil actions That, that were, were going to happen or were happening Amen, you had to arrest them and, and, and say Ah, I'm not obeying that right. Amen right. Oh no, you're, you're not theophanies yet You're still in a body That's got problems, Amen. You got this flesh still to deal with. Are you with me? But you, you know, and 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 while I'm here, demons are not, uh, might pretend to be ghosts of deceased, but they're they're not dead people. They're really they're not dead people. They're they're alive, and demons talk. In the Bible, in Mark one twenty three. There's a man in the synagogue with the unclean spirit and he cried out and he said, let us alone. Amen. Or, or thou come to destroy us. I know thee who thou art, the holy one of, of, of God. So you can see very clearly they, they know things. They're cognate of things. I want you to even see You know They, they, are, they are begging Jesus Let us alone yeah. right. come on. Yeah. Yeah. They are afraid Of what he's going to do right. Right. Amen Or if thou come to destroy us They're afraid, they're afraid Of their destruction right. Right. So they have emotions They have thoughts And make decisions And plans Are you with me Amen. And in Matthew 12, 43, when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Then he and then he says, I return to my house from which I came. And he comes and he finds it empty and swept and put in order. So you can see this is this is what he, he does. Is an unclean spirit. They have thoughts and they have plans. Right. Well, yeah. I will go, I will come back. I'll possess this one He has plans I always wonder I mean if we can just realize How many times That God has interrupted the devil's plans You got plans for the new year The devil's got plans for the new year But I plan to interrupt every plan he's got Hallelujah, this is exactly the job of the church We are here to interrupt the plans of the devil The devil had plans for you He had plans for your life Amen, but there was a gospel that delivered you And interrupted the devil's plans I'm glad for that demons have strategies that they form and they, and and um, Ephesians 6:11 said put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the strategies of the devil so even even the devil studies you and he plans war and he plans, I'll invade here, and I'll invade there, or I'll put this upon them, or I'll do this, and I'll come in this way, and now my next attack is going to be this way. He has strategies. But God also has strategies. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, and they are of peace and not of evil. To bring you to an expected end. So that means that God also has a strategy and he has a plan. Amen. So therefore, amen. Uh, Again, who's going to win? Amen. We're already declared the winner. Joshua, be strong and of good courage for I have given the land to you. In other words, I have given you the promise of healing, of victory, of salvation, of the Holy Ghost. I have given it to you. It's yours. Just go take it. But there are devils over. But it doesn't matter that. You can cast them out. Nothing will withstand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses... So will I be with you. Now. So again. Demons. We have been through it. Have emotion. James uh, 2 and verse 19 says. Thou believest there is one God. Thou doest well. The demons also believe. The devils also believe and tremble. So they have emotions. They spread doctrines. Doctrines. Timothy said the spirit speaks expressly You know to how that in the latter time Some will depart from the faith Giving heed to seducing spirits And doctrines of devils So you see that You know they are some type of intelligent form of life They can think, they can reason, they can talk When they get a body to talk through hey Amen they, they have strategies and make plans they fear and have emotions. They tremble in God's presence. And not only in God's presence, but the presence of every believer. Amen. Remember remember this. When, when Joshua was going in there, you remember there were spies that went into the land. And he sent two spies. And he brings back a report. And the report is the walls are set up. The people are afraid They've already heard what you've done To the other enemies They heard how you crossed the Red Sea Listen, they believed it And they knew that here as they come This was going to happen to them Amen They were already trembling and afraid I want to tell you every devil is already trembling In the new year to come That you're going to arrive there with greater faith. To experience greater victories. Amen. As an overcomer. As a devil defeater. As a Satan bruiser. Amen. Now. These devils can be annoying. They can yap at you like a little chihuahua. Nipping around your heels. Or they can be life threatening. And they're evil. And they're without remorse. And they should be treated as something evil. Amen. Amen. They have a fear of the future. As I, as I read you, you know, what, what have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth hast thou come to destroy us? Furthermore, Satan's power is limited. Amen. Now, Brother Branham would say this if the devil can heal, he's a creator. And a creator there's only one and that's God And the devil cannot create The devil is not omnipresent Mark that one down in your notes The devil is not omnipresent He he cannot be ever present everywhere, ever place at the same time Amen His demons are present everywhere But none of them are omnipresent But God is omnipresent The devil can only be present at one place. God is omnipresent. The devil has limited power. That is, as long as he can throw his bluff in, he has limited power. And the only legal thing that he has is to turn you back to the dust of the earth. That's the only thing he has. And that's still with the blessings of God, by a promise of God for the resurrection. So therefore the devil can't touch one hair of our head till God says it's ready to come home. Now, this is really important. Because the devil can talk you into believing that it's your God that's doing this to you. He'll have you defeated. This is how he defeats. You know he he held Job down. Because as long as Job thought it was his God doing this. Then he had Job defeated. But I want you to understand. all All of this adversity is of the devil. Now. Demons affect you by attacking your body, by attacking your spirit mind. You're going to always have a war within your, within your spirit, within the human spirit. There will always be reasoning. There will be always bad thoughts, wrong thoughts, evil thoughts, sinful thoughts. He has a right to your mind to come in and and, and constantly put it into the gate of the eye or the ear or feeling or any of the five senses. He will use that to try to convince you uh, that the word of God is not for you. But you know, you're going to have to realize it's the adversary and cast him out. This is why the Bible said, "Cast down reasoning and every high thing that exalts itself against the Word of God." So, whatever it is that, that comes, maybe be it the doctor's report. You're going to have to cast that down. It may be what uh, it could be anything I, that any kind of evil report. We will not fear any evil report. Is that right? Amen. We have peace because our mind is stayed on Him. And you have to learn as a Christian to realize you're in a battle. And so every day you're going to be in a conflict. And you're going you're gonna to be approached by evil thoughts and evil things. And you're going to have to constantly take a hold of it, bring it subject to the Word of God. Grab a hold of it, bring it subject to the Word of God. But get a hold of it, bring it subject to the Word of God. It's going to happen all day long. Amen. Every day. It'll happen in the night. It'll happen in the morning. It'll happen in the evening. But you have the power to cast them reasoning down. And every high thing that exalts itself against the Word of God. Amen. Now... The scripture uses different terms that refer to demons. Um, you know, he calls them demons, devils, foul spirits, unclean spirits, evil spirits. You know, they're, they're, there's um, many, many kinds that, that are, they're spirits of infirmity. Now, Luke chapter 13 and 11, you remember this woman had a spirit of infirmity. 18 years and was bowed together and could no wise lift herself up. And when Jesus saw her, he called to, to, he called to him and said, woman, thou art loose from thy, he called her to him, sorry, and said to her, woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. So we see it was a spirit of infirmity that bound her body, made her all bowed over. Now we could say, well, she inherited that genetically. She got that from uh, something she ate and and, uh, it caused a a reaction in her body, some infectious something. We can have all kinds of scientific um, uh, understanding of how this happened and how her body drew or how it happened. But it was a spirit of infirmity. Amen. And Jesus said to her, woman, thou art loosed. From thine infirmity There is also a spirit of fear Turn with me to 2 Timothy 1 and 7 This spirit of fear is also called a spirit of bondage That causes you to fear Fear keeps you from from releasing your faith This is why the devil comes along He will have fear with the sickness is because he is trying to keep you from releasing your faith so fear is keeping there whispering in your ear. The doctor said, you have five years to live. The doctor said, you know, or, you know, I looked and Googled this and most people don't live more than two years. Or, you know, this is an incurable case. Well, that is all true with the doctor. Amen. He's telling you the best that he knows with the medicine he has today. But that ain't true as far as what the Word of God says. But fear will come and he will whisper in your ear He will tell you you're not predestinated He will tell you you are serpent seed He will tell you you're a child of the devil He'll tell you that you're really just a Judas waiting to be revealed and exposed He will tell you all kinds of things Amen, it's a spirit of fear Amen. But I want you to understand, anytime fear comes, know this for sure God didn't give it. Know this for sure God didn't give it. God hath not given us the spirit of fear. Amen. It didn't come from God. And if it didn't come from God, it don't belong to you because you're a child of God. It has no right to be in the kingdom you're in. So your job is to cast it out. You must cast down imaginations. Now, you know, everybody's built different. But I've got an imagination. Oh, my goodness. That's probably, it's, it's got a tail to it about 10 miles long. And my imagination can get to working. Until you know I, You know my imagination can get to work Until I've already got somebody dead And buried and, or in the funeral And I'm preaching their funeral And, and what I'm going to say in their funeral That's imaginations Think about it is they ain't real They lie every time hey Amen My job is, is to cast them down And what I have to do is arrest my imagination And bring it back to the word of God Amen Where that I can pray the prayer of faith Because all it is is a devil with a spirit of fear Trying to keep me from releasing my faith Alright It's a spirit of bondage It's trying to bind your faith Amen because fear keeps you from releasing your faith. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. God hath not given us the spirit of fear. So you know this. It didn't come from God. Well, if it didn't come from God, it's the evil one. Amen. But God gave us the spirit of power. Come on, somebody. This is what he said. And you shall receive After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Amen. And of love. And of a sound mind. God promised you that he gives you a sound mind. Now that sound mind, it means a controlled mind. A disciplined mind. This is what a Christian has to have is a disciplined mind. When the devil puts a thought in it, you put God's word in it. The devil comes with another thought, you say it's written again. He comes with another thought, you say it's written again. Oh man, If you'll stay with that, after a while the devil will leave you and angels will come and minister to you. That's what happened to our Lord. That's what happened to you. Remember he came time upon time upon time With his fear With his, with his thoughts With his imagination Amen what, what was he doing? Coming against our Lord But what did he do? He defeated him With what? The word Amen This is why you must meditate on the word Day and night And then fill your mouth with it. Don't say something the word didn't say. Keep saying what the word says. Keep bombarding the enemy with the word. Keep firing back. Amen. If you take a stone and you let it go. Amen. Listen, that's fine. Knock him down with it. But don't let it stop there. Take his sword off and cut his head off. Amen. You have to keep casting it down and casting it down and casting it down. He gave you a disciplined mind. He teaches you to discipline your mind by taking the word and defeating the enemy. Amen. There's other, there's ever uh, many of the maladies that we speak about in human life. You know, Jesus called it a deaf and dumb spirit. Or there's even those of different rank. I don't understand all their ranks. I do know there's archangels and there's seraphims and then, and then there are angels. It seems there's a rank and order of angels. So there, if it would, it would make you think then with angels falling with Satan, there would be ranks of demons within. And, and even Brother Branham would talk about in an area he he would talk about a chief of a tribe of demons now I, I, I personally don't understand that that's just the language he used and but nevertheless um, he, you know when when the maniac came and opposed him, you remember what he did the maniac did everything he could to get Brother Branham out of the spirit realm into the flesh realm. Because he knew he could defeat Brother Branham in the the flesh realm And that the devil can pull you down In your flesh realm He will defeat you too But if you will remain in the spirit realm Of the Holy Ghost You will defeat the devil every time Anywhere, any place Amen So you remember the story Let me just stop for a moment For the sake of my message And bring this out The man comes down he comes down, as he comes, looks like walking down. Brother Branham's preaching, and he's, he's walking down, and, and he's walking very fast, very determined. Looks like first he's he's a, maybe got a message that he wants to give Brother Branham. And he comes walking up, and he walks right, jumps right up on the stage. And he, he looks Brother Branham there, and he says, You preachers, you're all snakes in the grass. And I've come to expose you. And there, Brother Branham stopped for a minute, and he looks at him and he says, he had compassion on him. He said, this is a man just like your brother or your father or your son or whatever, and the devil's got a hold of him. You know, one of the first things to see anybody delivered, you've got to love them first. Amen. Amen. And so he, he got right, right in there, was, and, and, and the man now is beginning to threaten. I'll, I'll take your, you're nothing but a deceiver, and I'll take your bone, your, your little body, and, and water it up and throw it out in this aisle. Now, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not quoting. But you listen to the story for a moment. And, and so the next thing he does is he hocks down. He says, and then he spits in Brother Branham's face. Again, he's trying to get Brother Branham in the physical realm. And Brother Branham is thinking, you know, i I fought fights. You know, I know how to handle myself. You know, I, I I used to box, and I know how to throw the jabs, and I know how to take care of myself. And, and, and a couple of policemen run up and and, and, and they, they want to help and he waves them away and he says, "No, no, he said, this is not a flesh and blood affair." So he pushes a, the policeman back and they stand and, and in, a, in a reverence as they, they were watching now and now brother Branham is so he don't know what to say and he said all of a sudden he heard his voice say, he said, it is Satan, because you have challenged the servant of the living God, you will fall at my feet. And the man drew back his fist. Now listen, there's more than message believers that was there. There was Daisy Osborne that was there, she testified to the same. Said it looked like she he hit a, an invisible wall. As he swam there and he hit there that oh like an invisible wall and he just crumbled. And he fell down and and pinned Brother Brandon's feet uh, there as he was standing there. And the policeman ran up and said, is the man delivered? Is he healed? And he said, no, he's not healed. He worships that spirit. And you learn something. You, you learn something in this. You know, as long as a person worships that spirit... He can't be delivered Let me just say You'll never get delivered from sickness As long as you worship that spirit So, how do I worship him? By giving him more authority Than what the word of God says By esteeming his word More powerful, more real Than what God says That's how you worship him Are you with me? He said, he worships that spirit. And and they said, well, he he said, but you know, it would be really kind of you if you would just roll him off of my feet here. And the next thing you know, he rolls, they roll him off his feet and, and pull, haul the man away. And Brother Branham sits back up there and he begins to speak. And he says, now, as I was saying, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. And he said, about that time, he said, a man in a wheelchair jumped up. And he said, another person on the cot jumped up. And person, you know, with crutches threw them away. And he said, in five minutes' time, there was not another sick person in the building. They were all healed by the glory of God. And he said, why? Because that, the chief of that tribe of demons had made, made a challenge and Jesus Christ accepted his challenge <coughs> and when he did all were healed. I'm going to tell you this morning I tell you it's an, it's an hour and a time that we've got to realize that Jesus Christ is here to accept every challenge of the devil Amen. I can only think of one day friend where it's going to be. Oh one glorious day when that devil will say oh no there will not be a rapture there will not be a resurrection and he'll make his final challenge and when he does God will answer that challenge and the dead out of seven ages will rise again hallelujah and we will be changed from mortal to immortality because we're living in the age where the devil will be defeated where death will be defeated Where Satan's eating will be defeated. And the pride will leave out of here in victory. Amen. But now we've talked about devils. But I want you to remember. As we go forth. Never forget. That the strongest. Highest ranking. And as I said. They're called in the Bible. Jesus called him the prince of this world. He called the Paul calling the God of this evil age. They're called rulers and powers and principalities, but I want you to forget, never forget, that even the strongest, highest-ranking demon is no match for the Holy Ghost that lives inside of every Christian. First John four and four, you are of God, little children. That's shouting down right there. You are God, little children. And you have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So they're not to be afraid of. They're not reasons for you to fear. In fact, it's to be the other way around. They are to fear you. Every demon is beneath the feet of Jesus. I quoted you last week from Ephesians 1:20, where that he said that every name that his name has to bow to the name of Jesus. Amen, according to Ephesians two and six, that every believer is already seated with Christ, far above every demon. So every demon, including principalities, rulers, powers, is far beneath the feet of every believer. Amen. When Jesus gives believers authority to drive out demons He doesn't put qualifications or exceptions on it Every babe in Christ And the weakest of all saints Can cast Satan out Jesus showed us how It is written He said he didn't use his gifts He didn't use his great powers He just used the word Are you with me? So every child of God, every young person, every woman, every man outranks demons, period. Amen. This is Bible fact. Amen. The weakest, the newest, most immature believer outranks even the uh, the strongest of demons. Amen. Maybe, Maybe you're not aware of your authority. You may not know how to use that authority, but in his actual rank, Is not affected by his knowledge or our maturity level. The believer's rank is not affected. You are a believer, and every Christian has been given authority over every devil. Are you with me? Amen. Luke ten nineteen. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over some enemies. Over all. The power of the enemy. Now you put whatever name you want there. Amen. And what does it say? I nothing. Shall any enemies hurt you. Hallelujah. Amen. You've got authority over them. No matter how real they are. No matter how present they are No matter whether this age is Satan's Eden And demons are loose everywhere Spirits of insanity Spirits of depression Spirits of sickness Spirits of hate All kinds of spirits are loosed out here Upon the society that we live in But in my name You will cast out devils That means you will take authority over them You'll cast them out of people's body You'll break their power over their bodies Over their minds Over their spirits Amen We'll break their power over our meetings. Amen Over our homes Amen And even our communities Amen Hallelujah Our combat is not against flesh and blood But it's, uh, but it's against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness that is trying to keep you out of your position in Christ amen so our war is against demons of all ranks all kinds amen all, and all authorities attacking the human race everywhere and especially the children of God now let me just say when Jesus faced the devil he didn't face a demon he faced Lucifer himself. The Bible said the devil, the devil tempted him. So you see, when Jesus went up against the devil, he didn't come up against a little, little weak one or a little low ranking one. He come up against the highest authority, the highest ranking, the leader of all the demons, the king of every demon. And Jesus came against him, not as God, but as a man, a man who had just been filled with the Holy Ghost. And God was so confident of the Holy Ghost that was in him, He led Him by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. All right, you're filled with the Holy Ghost. Now go out there and meet the devil. Amen, not a devil, the devil Amen, and what did he do? He didn't use his power He didn't use his gifts He didn't use his desertment, He used the word To show you If I can defeat the devil with the word The highest ranking of all of them Then everything underneath them Are also subject to my word Hallelujah That you can take the word, place it in your mouth and say, it is written. Now, so how are we to defend ourselves against them? Or lead an assault on the armies of hell and deliver the captives? We know the air is saturated with evil spirits who seek to infest our bodies. They do it just like bats hover around buildings looking for an open place to infest. The lid is off of hell. Spirits who have been bound for years. The Bible said they were bound in the river Euphrates. All of that is symbology which we won't go into today. But they have been bound there and have been released in order. To help Lucifer make his desired Eden. The awful power of evil in our country proves exactly what we're talking about. You can see Satan's insanity. You know, you read it in the newspaper, you can't wrap your mind around the cruelty, the horrible things. That humans are doing to other humans. Under demonic influence. Amen. I mean, there's things that come to... If I read about them, I can't even sleep at night. Things I look at only the headlines and refuse to read it. Because it's just horrific. The insanity and the depths of depravity that our world and our nation is in. Amen. We see his spirits of torments. We hear of his diseases. We see his plagues. Amen. But, you know, here's the thing. That's what we see on one side. But I see Jesus. Who says, I give you power of attorney until I return. While I'm away, you are to rule in my place. You are to rule in situations. You're to rule over every demon powers by casting them out. In my name, you shall cast out devils. In my name, you will speak with new tongues. This manifestation of the spirit is our legal right in the name where all the powers of mighty, almighty God are kept before us, kept right there for us. It all lays within the name. In my name. I am giving you a commission And you are going to I'm leaving But you're going to act in my stead And you are I'm giving you power of attorney To operate in this kingdom Amen In my name you shall cast out devils If, if they, they shall take up serpents If they drink any deadly thing It shall not harm them They shall lay hands on the sick And they shall recover Amen. It's not that we're to have pity on the sick, but we got legal authority. Amen. You have got as much right to demand and exert your rights for healing as you have to demand cash in a bank or a check at the bank where you have a deposit. You you have a legal right to deliverance from Satan. Are you with me? Amen. By demanding, I don't necessarily mean demand God. I mean that demand Satan to leave and the attack to be stopped. Amen. Brother Branham said, Satan, you're nothing but a deceiver. You have no legal rights to hold any Christian any longer. In their prayer, they have confessed their sin. They are not your property anymore. They are God's property. Hallelujah. You say, Brother Tim, but your body is brought here by Satan perverting the truth to Eve. And Satan's got a right to your body. Well, that was true, but now I'm saved. Amen. My body does not belong to the devil. Amen. I belong to Christ. Amen. Listen, first Corinthians six nineteen, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Which is in you, which you have of God, and you're not your own. So I'm not my own. I belong to God, and it is His temple. It don't belong to the devil. Amen. Second Corinthians 16. You are the temple of the, this. Six sixteen. You are the temple of the living God, as God said, "I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people." Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. You're the temple of the living God. Ephesians 2.19. So you're no longer strangers and outsiders. You're citizens together with God's people. You are... Members of God's family You are a building that's built On apostles and prophets They are the foundation Jesus Christ himself Is the most important stone in the building The whole building is held together by him It rises to be a holy temple Because it belongs to the Lord And because you belong to him You two are being built together You are being made into a house Where God lives through his spirit Amen So you don't belong to the devil. This is what Brother Branham would say of that woman. Well, one time she was Satan's property, but not now. Amen. He said, "One time I was his property, but not now." Amen. He came to loose the grip of sin of Satan upon my life, your life, and now we are not his. How often have you heard me say in prayer, take your hands off of God's property? See, amen. Have faith to claim your own. That's your right. Take your hands off of her. Take your hands off of him. See, faith will do it. Oh, my. Not annihilate it, but just take your hands off of it. Loose it. Let it go. Pass it away. It changes. So, again, he said, take your hands off. That's our legal authority. Amen. If any emperor wants to oppose you or uh, oppress you or enslave you in this country, you have a legal right to protection from the government that you belong to, that you pay taxes to. Amen. So you also have legal rights in the family of God. Amen. No man has a right to hold another person a slave today. Amen. Neither has Satan a legal right To hold a child of God in bondage Amen All bad habits are of the devil All diseases are of the devil Amen So how glad would the father be If we would just arise And claim our legal rights Just take God at his word and say I refuse to be bound anymore I refuse to be hindered I refuse to be possessed I've refused to be oppressed. But I am here not to be oppressed. I am here to oppress the devil. Amen. To oppress him. To torment him before his time. Yeah, I know there's a time coming. He'll be in a lake of fire. The Bible said that you will look upon him narrowly. And you'll say is this the thing That troubled me You see it was nothing but a puny little thing to begin with He thought he was king He thought he was lord He thought he was all this But he wasn't nothing Is this the thing And you will look upon him and laugh Amen I'll tell you I wish people would look at him right now And begin to laugh at him And say greater is he that is in me Than he that's in the world Amen I'm more than an overcomer Hallelujah. Amen. Look at this one. John 14, 12. Verily, verily, this means amen, amen. It's a double confirmation. It's an oath that is true. Somebody with me help me preach right now. When he says verily, verily, he's not stuttering. He is making an oath. He is saying absolutely, absolutely. It is a double confirmation that what I'm about to say is the truth. Amen. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these These shall he do because I go to my Father. Amen. So I tell you this timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do. And even greater miracles than these because I go to be with my Father. Is that right? And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Amen. This is not a prayer. This is not a petition. This is what you've been told to do. Amen. Sometimes we want to make these kind of things a prayer. Is not asking Him. It is you. You taking the word and telling the devil, "You got to move. You can't stay here. I am here to cast you out because I demand this to be done." Amen. No, I don't have the right maybe to demand God, but I got the right to demand the devil. Amen. Because he said for me to cast him out. Demand yeah. me to brusquely speak. Yeah. Amen. So when I talk to the devil, I speak with authority. Yeah. Cut out of him. Yeah. Leave him alone. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. In, the, in the name of Jesus Christ, taking his authority. You take authority over the spirits. And they've got to bow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What did God show us this past youth camp? And I say, my God, if this youth camp was this way, what's this youth camp going to be when we come to this one? We, we met over ten demons, demonic demonstrations, where the devil was coming time after time using the bodies of our young people. But we didn't see a time that he wasn't cast out. Amen. What did you learn, Brother Aaron, when you walked in the room and it recoiled and said, Oh, no, not you. What did you learn? You learned the devil's afraid of you. Oh, Amen. He's afraid of you, Aaron. You don't have to be afraid of him. He's afraid of you. He never said he's the victim. He said you're the victim. Your faith is the victory Amen. that will overcome him. Amen. Amen. It's our faith in what? Not ourselves. Our confidence is in him. In his salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. Put me up Psalms 27. Let's just look at it. This is our rapture scripture. And Brother Brandon would preach the rapture from it. He said, The Lord is my light. And he's my salvation. That means he's my deliverer. Whom shall I fear? Who is it that I should fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. So, well, I can't do it. I I can do all things through Christ that empowers me. The Lord is the strength of my life. And of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked Even my enemies and my foes Came upon me to eat up my flesh It wasn't me that stumbled and fell They stumbled and fell Hallelujah I'm putting the devil on notice this morning He's getting ready for a big fall Amen Goliath has got to come down The enemy is already defeated It's already been spoke Amen. Listen. Look at it. Though a host, that means an army. Amen. An army of demons should encamp against me. My heart shall not fear. Though war should arise against me, in this I will I be confident. Oh, hallelujah! One thing I have desired of the Lord. Here's what. Here's what I'm confident. I'm confident. My desire has been. Huh, that I will, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and the choir in his temple. Amen. For in the time of trouble, he will hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me and he will set me upon a rock. Hallelujah. That's a rapture scripture. Amen. This is where Brother Bradham preached the rapture from. And now shall my head be lifted up above all my enemies round about me. Therefore I will offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. When am I going to do this? For I ever feel it? For I ever see it? Amen. I believe it anyhow because God said so because my head has been lifted up above my enemies and I will offer it In the tabernacle Sacrifices of joy Hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen I will sing And I will sing praises to the Lord Hallelujah Amen What have we seen We've seen the very ones that the devil Had put there to kill Some old Goliath That would, would, would scare the liver out of you Amen But then we've seen the mighty conqueror come through And we've seen those very ones Their head lifted up above the enemies And offered them the tabernacle Sacrifices of joy Amen Yay. Sing praises unto the Lord Give me Psalms 23. Amen. Psalms 23 verse 1. Amen. I I tell you sometimes, sometimes when you don't know what to pray. When you don't even know what to say. Sometimes when you don't even know what to ask for. Just go to pray in these Psalms. God loves to be reminded of his word. The Lord. Did you see how big that word Lord is? The Lord, not a little Lord. The Lord. This Lord of mine, He's Lord over sickness, diseases, sin, unbelief. Just name it. Whatever, He's Lord over it. And the Lord was. Did I misread that? Uh, Yeah, okay, yes or no I think I misread it The Lord is Not the Lord was Not the Lord will be The Lord is Can't you see already He's already Lord of my problem Lord over my sickness Lord over my situation Lord over everything I'm praying about The Lord is Amen. Not was he is. Amen. Not will be he is. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Lord is. I am. The, I am. That I am. Amen. I am the ever-present God. The Lord is. I'm present tense. My, not somebody else's. My shepherd. Amen. My personal shepherd He's so watch care over my life And because of this I shall not want I will not want for love I will not want for peace I will not want for joy I will not want I will not want for health, health And happiness I will not want Hallelujah Are you with me now He maketh me to lie down in green pastures and he leadeth me besides still waters. He's got an abundance of this. Thank you, Jesus. And, and here he restoreth my soul and leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Hallelujah. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Here it is again. I will fear. No evil. Why? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff they comfort me. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. Look what I am doing. Go back to the children of Israel for a moment. Right in the midst of the death angel coming. What are the Israel... Let's peek in on Israel just for a moment. The death angel is coming. There is Christ throughout the land. There's a roar said of, of, of the, of the, about the fallen and the deceased sons all over Egypt. Amen. But look what it says. Thou preparest a table before me. Where? In the presence of my enemies. So right there in the presence of the death angel, they're eating the lamb. They're breaking the bread. They're eating the unleavened bread and drinking the wine. They're celebrating. Right in the midst of the death angel. Friends, this is not a time to be mourning. This is a time of celebration. Hallelujah. We're leaving here. We're going home. And God has set a menu A seven course menu For all the seven seals are open And the whole mysteries of God Are sitting on our table And all you gotta do is eat Amen. Not with all these enemies I ain't worried about the enemies I'm worried about eating this lamb I'm taking me some more strength But you prepare a table before me In the presence of my enemy Thou hast anointed my head with oil Amen. I want to pray preaching for a moment to the anointed of the Lord. You are the anointed of the Lord. Come on now. Amen. He anointed you to sit on the throne. Listen, God sent you as seventh angel messenger, a prophet of God, to anoint a people in, in the last days to sit on the throne. Now tell me when David got anointed with oil He knew then There was no devil There was no Goliath There was nothing could bring him down Because he was the Lord's anointed Is somebody with me right now? Amen I'm trying to tell you You have been anointed Revelation 3 says You will sit with him on his throne Amen. It is the Word of God. It is the promise of God. And if I want to sit on His throne then, in, in the by and by, I'm sitting on His throne right now. Because what good would it do for me to have divine healing in the millennium? I need it now. What good would it do to have salvation in the millennium? I need it now. I need it for my loved ones. I need it for the church. I need it for the people. I need it now. And I have been anointed with oil. Amen. To sit on the throne. So now then what Goliath is going to show up in the year to come that we're not going to bring down? Because if he's standing between me and the throne, he's got to go. If he's standing between me and the rapture, he's got to go. If he's standing between me and my healing, he's got to go. I'm anointed. Oh, hallelujah! The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. To bind up the brokenhearted, to set the captive free. Set at liberty them that are bound. My cup runneth over. I'm not half full. It's running over. I'm not going in the next year depleted. I'm going into the next year with a cup running over Amen. Blessing after blessing after blessing As a songwriter said one time My cup's so full I'm drinking out of my saucer Amen. Hallelujah it's running over I don't have Listen this God Look I, I learned Him when we were here on this building I saw him as El Shaddai He was more than enough We never turned one way except he was more than enough. I would desire one thing and he was more than enough. We desire another and he was more than enough. We needed to go to Japan. He was more than enough. He provided the money. Not only the money, the translation. Not only the translation. Trip after trip after trip. Because he's El Shaddai. And he is more than enough. Amen. Your cup is running over. I want to say to you, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. Let's lift our cups up to Him. Let's just say, God, pour out your spirit out upon me. Fill me with the Holy Ghost again and again and renew me again. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the new year to come. Thank you for your promises that never fail. Thank you that your word is true, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you that no good thing will you withhold from them that walk uprightly. And we walk uprightly because of the blood of the Lamb. Bless your people today in your presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Give him a clap offering of praise. Hallelujah.